Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. Today I am joined as always by my amazingly beautiful wife, Jessica Evans. Hello. And our awesome women's ministry director, Teresa Breeding. Hello. And today we're going to be talking all about Love Bank, mm-hmm. which is just an awesome concept. But before we dig into that, I want to go and ask our little random question. We're coming right off of Easter, so what did you do for Easter? Okay, Teresa, you want to kick it off? Well, I, of course, went to Grace Community Church. <laughs> yeah, naturally. Yes, for the flowering of the cross ceremony, which was mm-hmm. amazing. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I went to my mom's for Easter dinner, which was amazing, as always, mm-hmm. too. We always go to my mom's on Sundays, though, so that wasn't that unusual, yeah. but there was just a lot more people, and there were eggs to hunt. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the a only festivity. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Jessica, you want to tell them what we did? <laughs> well, we came to church, <laughs> and we put flowers on the cross, and that was mm-hmm. fun. Um, but then we went to my brother's house, and we had a cookout, and we let the kids hunt eggs, and we ate too much food, mm-hmm. and a lot of dessert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best part. And then we came home, and we just were couch potatoes the rest yes, of the were. evening <laughs> it was phenomenal yeah that's it was a nice not, day yeah. <laughs> w- yeah. which i will say since both of you mentioned the flowering of the cross if you have not if you weren't here with us and you're wondering what we were talking about there will be a video up on facebook by the time this goes up so you should go watch it there and see what we mean by flowering of the cross it was yeah. amazing and we hope that you join us next year for yes. it yes yes it's beautiful mm-hmm. Okay, so today we are going to be talking, we're going to kind of continue our relationship series. I guess we're in unintentionally, but we're, this is our third <laughs> week on happened. relationships. So we're going to be talking all about the love bank. Um, so when you guys want to tell me what it's about, what you take away from it, just the overall idea of the love bank. Well, a love bank is kind of like a bank account, like you have at the bank, except it's whenever you meet somebody, just on your first meeting, you open a love bank Mm -hmm. for that person even like the cashier at the at the dollar store Mm -hmm. okay um and so if that's how when you meet somebody and you're like i didn't really like that person Mm -hmm. but you only met them for a minute Mm -hmm. and that's because they apparently that first meeting they made a withdrawal from that bank account that Mm -hmm. didn't have a balance in it yet okay and so when you meet somebody and they make a deposit in your bank account in your love bank account because they were nice or they smiled or they were kind to you, then you like that person. And the more deposits that they make, the closer they become to you. And then once you get a whole lot of deposits and you get a really large bank account, then you're in love. Yeah. And so, and then even in a relationship, when you're in love, you can make withdrawals, you know, you have a little argument, they might Mm -hmm. make a little withdrawal and then they make up with you. And then you, you, you know, they make a deposit and, that's just how right. relationships are. Okay, so it's not said. It's something that's constantly up and down. And yes. And it's for yeah. everybody. For everyone. Yes. Right, so not just your partner, but like you said, the cashier. Right. Your kids. Yes. Your teacher. Mm-hmm. You have this love bank account with just everyone you encounter. Yes. And it's something that we, we should be somewhat conscious of. Right. That everything we're doing is either depositing or withdrawing in each person's Love bank. Right. Mm-hmm. right. All right. Do you want to dive deeper? Okay. Yeah. So it is, um, it, I always thought this was interesting because it's the only kind of love system that goes necessarily out into everyone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like every right. single person. Mm-hmm. But then once it reaches a certain 
point um, in my notes, it says, we like those with positive love bank balances and dislike those with negative balances. But if an account reaches a certain threshold, a very special emotional reaction is triggered. Romantic love. We no longer simply like that person. We are in love. It's a feeling of incredible attraction to someone of the opposite sex. So I think like I, that's interesting to me that like everybody has these accounts and then the point at which the romantic threshold begins is whenever there's just so many deposits being mm-hmm. put in. Mm-hmm. And that can be different, I right. think, for different people. Right. Right. Because you don't fall in love with people who make a lot of withdrawals right. because that means that they're being mean to you or they're right. just mm-hmm. not paying attention they're, to you or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is especially important in marriage mm-hmm. because you always want to be making deposits into your spouse's love bank. Mm-hmm. And like we talked about last week um, with love languages, if you know your spouse's love language, mm-hmm. then you know how to make deposits mm-hmm. into right. their love bank. Right. Yeah. So this is especially important in Um, relationships with your spouse because if you are making withdrawals from your spouse's love bank and your love bank balance is getting lower Mm -hmm. yet they're going to work or they're going you know wherever they go often and there's Mm -hmm. someone else there that's making deposits into the love bank Mm -hmm. not necessarily because they're looking for something but because they're telling your spouse that they're good at their job you're they're telling your spouse that they look nice today they're telling them that they appreciate them they're They're making deposits Mm -hmm. and then that spouse comes home and you're telling them that they should have done this and they should have done that and you're making withdrawals Mm -hmm. you have to be careful because someone else could get a higher balance than you Mm -hmm. and that's how Great people end up in affairs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not because they're looking for it, but because a love bank balance got higher with someone else, right? Mm-hmm. So we need to always be aware of right. that, right? You have to be aware, and, th- and I think that's where the level of confusion comes in, even for a spouse not looking for that, is that they're in a situation where their love bank is empty, mm-hmm. yet it is growing in this other place. Not again that they're looking, but that it is. Yeah, now, that's it not can- always an excuse for it, but that that is something we have to be aware of. Right. If you're not aware of it, then you don't know how you, you're sitting there going, "How did this happen?" Mm-hmm. But when you're aware of love banks, then you can consciously make those right. deposits mm-hmm. and focus on those areas. Is, and you can consciously not let someone else yeah. make too many deposits. The app we talked about last week is called Love Nudge. And we talked about specifically within love language, but it actually has another feature called the Love Tank. And what you get to do when you and your partner both are on the app, you get to kind of mark where your love tank is. And it's, you know, zero to 100%. Um, and at different points, you can do it. And then you can also send a nudge to your partner. And that prompts them to at put where their love tank is. And so through the app, you're, you're setting these goals for you to to do and the goals are based on your partner's love languages which is sent to you when they complete the test and so your goals are to be doing these goals and you know ultimately loving your partner in their way they need to be loved mm-hmm. um, and essentially filling up their love tank we never want that love tank to get below you know the love threshold right and, and that's when you can start feeling those feelings of falling out of love with someone or just those feelings of confusion or those feelings where I don't know you anymore or we're not who we used to be. Right. That all those things that come up in relationships come when that love, t- love bank empties. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it comes up when we just get lazy about our relationship. Right. So if you feel that way in your relationship, if you will consciously start to mm-hmm. do things to fill up their love bank, mm-hmm. then you'll, you'll see your relationship change. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the thing is that you, you have to be conscious about it. And that's why, 
the the principle in and of itself isn't i don't i don't feel that it is life transforming it's like okay mm. obviously i can enhance my love with someone and i can decrease my love with someone right. right the idea is that you be conscious that there is an active bank inside of each and every person we encounter mm-hmm. it's your intention yeah so you, you have to be intentional about it and when you you're familiar with the love bank and and i think that, you, that just kind of simplifies it that we all kind of know what a bank is and what it looks like when it's empty. Um, so when you think about it in that way, you've always got to be making those deposits. And I think you lose last week's podcast on love languages to determine what those deposits should be. Right. And, you know, in talking to people who are struggling in marriage, I've heard people say many times, you know, when we talk about the things that they need and like say that she needs to be hugged a lot or she needs flowers every now and then. Well, so she makes that known and then he brings home flowers and gives her a hug and she goes, well, he only did it because I told him to, Right. Mm-hmm. you know, and I think that people have to realize that he did it because he found out that that's what you needed right. and yes. he wanted to do what you needed. Right. Right. And so that in itself should be the thing that adds yeah. to the yeah. love bank. You know, we don't actively effort. show people the love that they want. We usually show people the love that we know how to show. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And so if they're taking the time to learn mm-hmm. what your love, how you want to be loved, mm-hmm. then that's what they're going right. to right. hopefully start doing. And right. especially if it's things that don't come natural to them, mm-hmm. but right. they're making the effort to do that, then mm-hmm. that's awesome. That mm-hmm. is, that should be rewarded, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that's, that's the thing. Like if you and your partner sit down and take the love languages and suddenly they start doing the things for you they think you want done mm-hmm. don't say okay you're only doing that because you because this thing told you to they're making an amazing sacrifice to love you in the way that you need to be loved right mm-hmm. because yeah. they care that much exactly and that's a big deal and we always talk about marriage as work mm-hmm. this makes it's so much easier yeah. mm-hmm. because you're not just spinning your wheels and using all your energy on right. things that aren't adding up right you're doing what your spouse needs right. And you can't say, I didn't know, mm-hmm. like you right. know in that, in yeah. those situations. So. Right. So you're helping your spouse out. And it's like, I was thinking if you've ever watched the movie Fireproof with mm-hmm. Kirk Cameron, it, that's a really good example of a couple who their love banks got really low. Right. Mm-hmm. And he started making deposits, even right. though she wasn't receptive to it uh-huh. at first. Mm-hmm. And then she became receptive to it. And if you haven't seen the movie, then I just blew it all for you. Yeah. But it's, it's worth a watch. <laughs> still watch it. Yes. It's very good. Yes. Yeah. yes. Well, I have it written down in my notes here. I, I don't remember when I wrote this, mm-hmm. but it must have been in some uh, pre-marriage counseling. But it says, we change our behavior by learning each other. As we grow in our relationship, we need to continue to learn our partner. Yes. And I think that that is honestly the biggest the biggest thing that you can do is mm-hmm. to always learn what your partner wants, what they need, what makes them happy, mm-hmm. and how they feel about things. Right. Because right. those things change. Yeah. We go through seasons. Yeah. And, and I think just like any other bank account, the deposits are going to take work. Yes. Right? The deposits, mm-hmm. are, it's not easy. It's not easy to, it's easy to fall in love, right? It happens. It's you do it when you're dating it's exciting because you get to say bye to each other when you get (laughs) married it's a different story and then it is work and those deposits do take work they're going to take something out of you and it's an effort you have to put forth when people try to coast through marriages whenever it falls apart Mm -hmm. there has to be active love and you've got to be willing to fight for that love that you have for each other Mm -hmm. yes it's important enough to make it a priority it is absolutely yeah it is all right, but I know that with the love bank specifically, you tend to teach that whenever we do marriage, or whenever, I, don't, I don't even really do marriage counseling anymore. You do it all by yourself now. Yeah. Um, so, but I know you teach the love bank specifically. Is there anything else you want to share before we kind of close this out? 
Yeah, I just like the ending of it. It says, if a couple wants to have a happy and fulfilled marriage, they must make as many love bank deposits as possible and avoid making withdrawals. To achieve this, behavior must change. A husband and wife must learn how to make each other happy and how to stop making each other unhappy. In the further things like that we use, like love languages and temperaments and things like that, it says, the next concept will help you understand why you behave the way you do and what you can do to change your behavior. So you have to be willing to change your behavior. You have to be willing to learn each other and then also willing to sacrifice something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I mean, I think a, a lot of love is sacrificial. Mm. And so it has mm -hmm. to be willing to put in that work to learn your partner, to learn how to love them in the way that they want to be loved, which may not be the way you want to show love, but you're willing to do it anyway. Yes. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.